Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to AGR. I am Alvin. Let's get the show on the road. We got a good show today. Very interesting show. We've got some interesting topics to talk about. As you can see, I am writing solo today, but that's okay. The news and the world of video games doesn't wait for nobody. So we want to make sure that we provide you with the podcast every week to give you an update on what's going on in the world of video games. Uh, we'll also talk about some past games, some of the games that I love playing or game I like playing today. Um, and, yeah, just get into the thick of things. Uh, it was a very interesting uh, <laughs> a very interesting week, say the least. Um, and we want to just, you know, jump in. So we appreciate every one of you guys that are listening to us. If you're new here, well, welcome. Welcome to this new channel that is just growing, blossoming. And uh, why should you subscribe? Well, we're trying to give you something different. We know there's a lot of um, video game channels out there doing their own thing. Uh, it's a big community. It's a fun community. But we wanted to bring you some, you know, bring you a weekly podcast um, and other things. We're going to be growing this channel out. We'll be doing some cool things. We're already doing one cool thing. If you are subscribed here and we get to 1,000 subscribers, we're actually going to send somebody a brand new Xbox. Yeah, that's right. We're sending someone a brand new Xbox, and all you got to do is click on the subscribe button, and you're automatically entered. And once we hit 1,000 subscribers, we're going to pick one lucky winner and send them a message saying, hey, you know, you want an Xbox? Give us your address, and we'll send it to you. So that's cool. That's one of many things that we're going to do. We're already playing some games. We've seen some other members in our team. Uh, Justin, for example, playing Call of Duty. He's really good at it, and he plays it. So we're going to play some other games on here, do some streaming. But the most important thing that we want to focus on is doing this weekly podcast, whether it just be me or some of the other members that you've seen on our other podcast episodes. We want to do something weekly to provide you with some insight on things that are happening right now uh, and also talk about some of the older games in the past of video gaming and then also give you some sort of predictions of what games are going to be coming to in the future that we're excited to play. And we'll, we'll just talk about all those things every week. And, you know, hopefully entertain you and inform you about all things video games. So, you want to follow us on social media? Well, we're at A&R Universe. We're on Instagram and Twitter. We are together with our sister channel, A&R and AGR are two different channels. This channel, AGR, is designed just for video games. We wanted to open up a channel just for video games because we know the video game world is massive. The A&R channel... It is a collectible channel and a movie and TV show pop culture review channel. So you get a bit of everything in both of these channels. So if you love all those things, movies, video games, collecting, well, you're in luck. You just have to come here and, you know, follow or subscribe to both of these channels. And you're going to get a ton of content sent your way. All right, so before we begin our first topic, uh, I do want to talk about one thing. Um, I didn't play any games this week. I know. I didn't get a chance to play some games this week. I've been super busy. Um, I've got some you know, things that were lined up for the A&R channel that I've been focused on. But um, I do want to talk about some cool topics that came about and also reference a topic that we talked about a few podcasts ago that kind of got a little heated I get very emotional when I'm, uh, you know, when I engage myself into a, a topic that I really think that I have um, 
the right opinion for it. But we're all about hearing each other out on this channel here. And we always listen to each other's opinions. And whether we take it or not, we just listen to it. So I appreciate every one of you guys. Go back and check out some of our older uh, podcasts if you haven't and see what I'm talking about. But we should get started in our um, show. So here we go. All right, our very first topic I want to get into is uh, something that, you know, I didn't think it's going to be um, a huge deal, but it's turning out to be a big deal. I wanted to talk about IGN's reporting here. Here, This is a continuation of something that we talked about in our previous podcast, and uh, I'll bring that up here. So one of the things I wanted to talk about is IGN dropped this article. If I could just move my screen over. And if you're wondering what the GIF is in the back there, it is my Grand Theft Auto. Every week we try to look for one. Is Grand Theft Auto there? Uh, I believe Vice City. Grand Theft Auto Vice City. So this article is about Smash World Tournament and players are speaking out now. So this is something that we talked about a few podcasts ago where Nintendo had um, asked a company that was running a tournament to cancel it. And uh, now the World Tour Championships, uh, Smash Brothers, specifically Smash Brothers for Nintendo. And uh, it was canceled because they seem, they said that the, the organizers for that tournament weren't doing their job in protecting the people that are going to be going to the tournament to either watch or play. So it was a safety issue they had. There weren't much details given of what the safety issues were, but um, now the players are speaking out. Now the players are going, hey, you know, like this is not cool because, you know, one of the examples of of one of the players said is you wouldn't see the NFL players uh, for football worry about their final game, either it's going to be able to play it or not. They don't worry about the Super Bowl. It's automatic. It's going to be there. So in a way for Smash Brothers uh, gamers, this was a Super Bowl. You know, there's uh, up to $250,000 on the line. Now, I don't know if the winning team gets all of that, but I'm sure there's a, they get the lion's share of it, I'm, I'm pretty sure. But this is something they're like, hey, you know, now we don't even have this tournament. Yeah, there's other tournaments in the works, but this was like the big one for Smash Brothers. They really, really what we're looking forward to this as competitors. So... You know, a lot of players are coming out saying this is Nintendo's, uh, this is what Nintendo does. They try to ruin everything if you want to, you know, sum it up. So what these guys are saying is a lot of article here, um, but I'm not going to, you know, I would just say here, this one quote here, I would say that there is a kind of deep-seated and long-burning fear, I suppose, of Nintendo shutting down events. So this is what it is right here. Nintendo tries to you know, wash their hands and say that, no, 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 we were just suggesting. We didn't really shut them down because, you know, that's not what we do. But in actuality, yeah, that's what they do. Nintendo has this issue. I don't know what's wrong with Nintendo. They don't want to be popular, I guess. They don't want to be, um, they don't want to transcend. They want. They don't want to be encroaching on Xbox and Sony's uh, territory. They don't want to step on them. They, want to, they don't want to exceed them. Because back in the day, Nintendo were kings of video games. Nobody came near them until Sega started crawling around. They blew Atari out the door. 
They blew um, TurboGrafx-16 out the door. Sega came in. Sega was their Pepsi. So Nintendo, if Nintendo's Coke, Sega was Pepsi back then. And Sega was gaining traction because they were they were trying to cater to the cool kids. They were trying to, you know, Sonic was such a cool-looking character. They're definitely trying to be more cooler. And they did get a huge amount of sales because a lot of people really liked Sega. I absolutely love Sega, but I didn't have the money and neither did my parents have the money to buy me a Sega Genesis, so I just played at a friend's house. I could only get one console, and that was Nintendo. So, and, and I'm not complaining about it. I was happy about it. But this is the problem with Nintendo this day and age right now. Nintendo seems to be very strict on what they want to do. And they're allowed to do that. It's their company. If they feel that their their IP or their, their brand, their, their characters, their games are being mistreated, they have the right to stop that. I get it. But tournaments, all they do is raise the popularity of your games. Now, I don't know what they were talking about, the safety issues and stuff like that. I wish there was more information on that. But I don't know what the heck they're talking about. This tournament has been, it's not a new tournament. It wasn't just, you know, you know, thought of a last year and this is their second year doing it. It's been going on for years, pre-pandemic. So I don't know what the problem is where now they have to go and shut it down. They had no issues shutting it down before. And they go on to say that, no, no, we didn't shut it down. We told them, in our opinion, that this is not going to work. Well, by you coming out to the press, leaking this out, sponsorships are not going to be around. Who, what, what company would want to sponsor a tournament that Nintendo deemed not in a safe? Nobody wants to do that. So all the sponsors just pulled out, and that's why the, the tournament collapsed, from what I gather. Now, if I'm wrong, let me know in the social media platform at A&R Universe on Twitter, or you can let us know on Instagram. Uh, if I am wrong in any of these that I'm any of this that I'm talking about here, but from what I gather, that's what's happening here. And now you have this, and this is what I was saying before in the, our previous podcast. Like, you've opened a can of worms here. You know, there's people not going to be pissed everywhere. And my colleagues disagreed with me at the time, saying, "No, I don't think that's the case." Well, it is the case now because now you have players complaining and bitching about this. Now, this could have been done and dealt properly but it wasn't it's let it nintendo's let it fester by having it come out in public and it was supposed to be a small thing but it's not a small thing it's not going away it's not going away because this is now you're taking money out of players pockets and you're gonna have a problem with your hand now smash brothers is big because of tournaments too everywhere you know you, i've gone to a retro gaming convention last year and at a they had a Smash Brothers tournament there, and it was jam-packed with people. A lot of people were playing it. It's very popular because it's a very tournament-based game, and a lot of people like playing it that. So if you take that away, to take the tournaments away, and drop you know, the hopes and dreams for a lot of people to make some cash, you're going to have them walk away completely probably from this game and say, you know what, I'd rather not spend my time practicing and learning about Smash Brothers I rather go and you know spend the time now with the new Street Fighter Six that's coming out for the PlayStation and the Xbox. So you're gonna have people leave your games. 
And for a lot of people, like, well, it's okay. Nintendo's big enough. I don't think so. Nintendo's big, but they're losing a lot of sales right now. They're not as big as they used to. Their online service is probably the worst of the three. You know, Xbox being the best. But their online, nobody cares about this. Like, I haven't, I have their online purchase. I purchased it for the whole year. And I have not even gone on once because I just don't care for it. It's, it's nothing enticing there. They don't even lower the price of some of their games. They don't make deals. Like, their system is a portable system. And I get it, it's fun on the portable, but it's severely lacking the level where Xbox and PlayStation are right now. Xbox and PlayStation quality of graphical power is way superior than Nintendo. And that's what Nintendo's been doing. They've been, you know, lacking behind every console. You know, we had PlayStation 4 and then the, you know, the Wii, which was one of the biggest selling games because grandpa and grandma needed to have it. And, you know, they play with their grandkids. So it was one of the biggest sales, um, I believe, for Nintendo in consoles. But still, I could care less. I was like, oh, that's cool. It's a nice little, you know, fun game to play. But where's my Sony? Where's my Xbox? I want to play big games with good graphics. And I just feel that Nintendo is just severely falling behind. They're just coasting now. They're hoping that Mario is going to take care of everything as usual and Zelda as usual. But when you have big games like Smash Brothers, I mean, how do you how do you just ignore people like that? How do you just, you know, smash, <laughs> pardon my pun, the hopes of these gamers? You have a huge title on your hand here by accident. You know, remember when the, I remember when they announced Super Smash Brothers, uh, they weren't sure if this was going to be a success or not. They were hoping it would be. And then they added additional characters and people, whoa, what's this? This is pretty cool. And it became an instant classic. Why would you not want this to be something that is going to take some of the pressure off the Zelda games and Mario games and be another A AAA title on your uh, on your platform? I don't understand. This is a start. I, in my opinion, my prediction is here is Smash Brothers is going to go down in popularity quite a bit if they continue to cancel tournaments that a lot of players play and it's not just smash brothers that's gonna you know feel effects if they do other things uh, other tournaments that they deem not safe they continue doing that and then just people are gonna walk away from nintendo and then nintendo's gonna have this problem of why are people buying games and then they have to work the you know what off to get that level back because i remember nintendo 64 was big but nintendo cube um wasn't that good that wasn't that popular but they had to work their butt off and that's where the Wii came in and the Wii saved them the Wii saved them in sales people started going to it so yeah i don't know like this is i hate this stuff because i don't want this stuff for nintendo i i love nintendo you know it is an og system it's an og company and they have some great characters there and i just hate what they're doing now and i hope that they come to the senses and relax some of these uh rules so they can allow tournaments like this to happen and i get and i get 
safety is important. I get it. I, I get that safety is quite important. But rather than just letting it fester, they should have said, hey, listen, this is this is what's wrong. Let us help you guys make sure that it works. Because, hey, we help you. It's going to help us in terms of good publicity. That's what Nintendo should have done. It's just, hey, there are some, we had to postpone this tournament because of some safety issues, but we're working with the organizers to make sure this is going to end up happening because we know it's important to these players that spent countless hours prepping for this tournament. That's all I got to say about that. You know, I, I don't want to dwindle too much on that, but yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, my next article that I want to bring up. It's a, another interesting article, and I want to bring this one up, if I can find it. There it is. All right. Okay, so my next article right here is Guerrilla Games Horizon. So Horizon came out, beautiful game. One of the most spectacular games. PlayStation... When Horizon first came out, I already thought it was a good game, but I didn't think it was a great game. I'm like, it's a, this is a good IP. You know, it's an exclusive to Sony. And I thought, it's not bad. You know, the combat's good. The, the, the creativity, the idea of having these uh, prehistoric type of looking animals, but they've got the robotic feel to it it's uh, a future world but it also has like if to me it reminds me of fantasy book uh, uh a tale called sword of Shannara, where it's in the future but it's an apocalyptic world and the future has been technology has been decimated to the point where we've gone to primitive type of hunting uh with weapons but there are a little bit of technology scattered so this is basically sort of Shannara amped up in the technology side of things, where short of short of that sort of Shannara was more of a magical thing. So yeah, this is a very cool future world. I, I really really uh, love this. Uh, but the second one, when they showed the graphics, I was just in awe. I was like, "Holy smokes, this is gonna be an insane game!" It is up there with God of War type of graphics. Uh, gameplay is fantastic. So now, what they want to do? So this is what they want to do now, and I'm worried about this. They want to make a multiplayer game. Oh boy! Sony is smelling the money, right? Sony's like, hmm, we're sniffing around here. We're sniffing around. How can we make some more cash? Well, they're saying that the Horizon multiplayer game. Is all but inevitable, but Guerrilla Games finally made the news official on Friday, which is almost a week ago. And um, they want to take a different approach to this. So they're hiring people to develop this game. So it's not going to be the team that put together both Horizon games. This is going to be, and, and by the way, there's a fourth game, another game, the VR game. This is why I'm worried about this because I think there's too much going on with Horizon. This game is not at the top of Sony's tiers. It's there. It's close. It's in their top 10, maybe their top 5 of games, 
And now they're going all, they're putting all their chips into this game. They're like, hey, this IP, we're going to put all their chips in and, and see if we can get the maximum amount of money we can squeeze out of this game. And so they got their VR game, which I think is not that good from early looks. I think that might tank. That might just, nobody's going to really care for that, I think. They're going to introduce it with their uh, VR2 headsets that they're you know bringing out. I own the old one. I didn't think it was anything great. It gave me headaches more than anything else. I don't know if I'm going to be purchasing the version 2. Maybe I will. I'm not sure yet right now. I'd rather do the Oculus, uh, spend my money in the new Oculus that's going to come out. But they want to go a step further. So they don't want to just do um, a multiplayer game with new developer creators in mind. They want to change the look of this thing. So I don't understand. Like The game looks fantastic, and I... If it's a multiplayer game with that kind of landscape, I would I would definitely check it out because it's so beautiful, so vast and beautiful, especially when you're in the water uh, situation. It looks amazing. So they want to change it um, following its $3.6 billion acquisition of Bungie, whose successful MMO shooter Destiny 2 has become one of the gold standards. Sony revealed plans to release over a dozen more live service games by 2025 if the past few years have been indicated of not all of them will succeed a few if any will reach the level of apex legends um and so on so forth here i i think this is smelling blood in the water here for sony because they're a little concerned about call of duty being bought out by xbox and so now they're trying to get they're trying to put their money into multiplayer games so that they can have a good amount of multiplayer games that people can play in the event they lose Call of Duty in the future. So this is them saying, hey, look, uh, we're going to put a whole bunch of games in by 2025 that are going to be multiplayer. So you're not going to miss a beat. And if Call of Duty leaves, don't worry. We've got things for you to play here online. So never leave us and continue paying the monthly installments or the yearly installments that we ask so that we can make even more oodles of money so i yeah like i said i when i heard that they're gonna be different you know people coming and building this game and the look might even change um i'm concerned because if the look will change and it's not going to be as beautiful as this game is the second one People might just say, no, I don't want to play this game. I just don't want this because it's so different than what I've been used to playing. So I hope I'm wrong. I hope they knock out of the park because if they can give me something of that nature uh, online where I can hide behind bushes, go underwater, sneak up on enemies, um, they're going to add more different new characters for Horizon so it won't be the same characters, I I might be in. I I might be like, okay, cool. All right, uh, let me jump in. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll bring you more news as we get along here and, and give our thoughts on it as it gets closer to release dates. So I thought I'd bring that up. I thought it was a really interesting topic to talk about um, online for Horizon. We'll see. And make no mistake about it, this is not the last time you're going to hear Sony talk about online gaming. They're going to push online gaming 
hard. And I know for a fact they're talking to all their studios that they own that, hey, get us that AAA shooting or on multiplayer game because we need one in the event Call of Duty leaves so that people don't just leave and buy Xboxes. They have a reason to buy a Sony. So they're definitely going to be pushing for studios to bring IPs with multiplayer. All right. Okay. Well, what can I say about the um, the news? I don't have the article pulled up here, but I got to see some early uh, gameplay of Hogwarts. I'm really looking forward to this game. It is coming out in February. I'm definitely going to have it in hand. I'm going to play through it. Um, I got to see some early uh, gameplay uh, online, and I got to say I'm, I'm I'm somewhat impressed. Uh, I like the flexibility of being able to go to a lot of places. I don't know if this is a game that I'm going to be able to quickly pick up and learn right away. I'm I'm just going to have to grab the game. I don't even know what console I'm going to get it for. Am I going to give it the PC? Am I going to get it for um, my uh, Steam? I'm probably going to get it for Steam just because I want to play this game on the go. And um, I'm I'm all the time on the go. Uh, I'm a very busy person, so um, I'm probably going to get it for that. And I hope that my my Steam Deck can handle the power it needs. I am building a PC here. We're building a PC in the in the studio um, with the latest graphics cards and RAM. It's a lot of money has been invested in this gaming rig, and we hope to play the game on there because. It looks good. I'm hoping it's not repetitive. We have to do the same things over and over again. I'm hoping it's not like, hey, go to this side and then come back to this side of the of the castle or the school. So I'm hoping it's it gives me interest. In, and I hope it's not too long. I don't need a 100-hour gameplay here. Uh, well, we'll see. What I would love to see is if they incorporate like a tournament style. Um, I can't remember the name. I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, but where they played the game in, in in the tournament with the with the brooms in the air. I hope they have something like that. That'd be pretty cool. I didn't see that in the gameplay, but that'd be pretty fun. It might might even be like a mini online thing. I think that'd be pretty cool. I'd be down for that. But yeah, it looks very very cool. Um, early contender from what I heard for game of the year. Maybe it's so early. I don't know yet. I haven't even touched it yet. But when I do, um, I'm gonna definitely dive into it and give my take on it what i think of this game so i wanted to bring that up and if you haven't seen it go online just type in you know hogwarts uh, gameplay and you'll probably see several youtube channels uh, playing the game and you can also let us know on our platform if you're interested if you're gonna get that game you know in our universe let us know on twitter if you're gonna get the game say yeah i'm probably gonna get this game or i'm gonna wait and see uh and then figure that out but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, th- I think it's going to be pretty cool. Our next topic I'm going to bring up here. It is... If I can bring that up. This is very interesting to me. Uh, because I've been a victim of this as well. So... Diablo $100 collector's box that they're going to be selling for the new Diablo 4, it doesn't come with the game. $100 US, okay? It's a collector's box. 
Why doesn't it come with the game? Well, who wants to buy a box with just some pictures and and maybe an empty case? This is the dumbest thing I, I've ever heard. And I, I'm a victim of this as well because I bought a God of War collector's box. But they didn't tell me until I got home that the game's not in there. You get the metal case for the game, but you get no game. You get a digital number, and then you download the game. Had I known that, I would have bought the other collector's edition, which was another $100 more. But the reason why I didn't buy that other one is I'm like, I don't want to pay $100 more for a few more trinkets. My collector's box came with pretty much everything that the other one's going to have, but a couple more trinkets. I think some dolls or whatever it was. But the only reason I wanted this collector's box that it was it had Thor's, their version of Thor, a Mjolnir that they have, which I thought was really cool. And I'm happy to have that. And that's the reason why I paid a little bit less because I'm like, I don't really want the other stuff. I just want the hammer here. But I didn't realize, they, they were very sneaky about this, I didn't realize that the case was going to be have no game in it because they showed the case with the disc circle emplacement there. So you one would think they're just showing you the case, that there's an actual game going to be given to you. One would think that. No one would insult you with an empty case. But that's what they did. They insulted me with an empty case. And they gave me a digital code to download the game afterwards. I just found that ridiculous. I will never buy any more box sets for God of War if they ever come up with another one down the road, which they probably will. I won't be buying that. I don't care anymore. Um, that's such a piss off for me. I was really pissed off. And then I see this. And I'm like, really? Is this what you guys are doing now to get some extra cash? Where you're trying to screw people over and buy these collector box sets and don't even give them the game inside it. When did this start? Like, what was who thought of this is a great idea? Hey, let's give them something about our game, but don't even give the game in it. Like, how much more would it cost you to put the game in there? Another 50 bucks? People will pay $150 for a Diablo box set. Absolutely, they'll pay. They'll pay $200 probably for a Diablo box set. As long as the game's in there. Like, who wants to go home and open this box and there's no game to play with it? The core of this is supposed to be the game, not the box or fan art, or, I mean, not fan art, the art for Diablo. That's not the core. This box set's core has nothing in it. The most important thing is not in there. So I don't understand that. I just think this is so ridiculous and stupid, and Blizzard should be slapped in the face for this nonsense. Like, what are you doing? You're just trying to sucker people to make some extra cash for yourself. Why don't you just do in-game skins and stuff like that instead? You know, welcome to the 21st century here. Hello. You know, do what Fortnite does because, you know, that is making billions of dollars. So just replicate that. Call of Duty did. Nobody cared about Call of Duty's, you know, uh, Warzone uh, until Fortnite became really popular. And then they said, like, oh, let's do a Warzone because people love that. There's no... Before that, people were just playing their online ranking systems. Everyone was happy with that. So I don't understand. This is so dumb. And I I hope every Diablo fan refuses to buy this crap so that they can be stuck with the whole warehouse full of this garbage in there. Don't buy this. If you're a Diablo fan, do not buy this at all. Tell everybody in, in your friends, your family, 
don't buy this. This fancy box, which they even say are Blizzard's expensive fancy box, includes a mouse pad, a cloth mat, and pin, and more. I don't know what more. It's probably some pictures. But doesn't include the game. As nice as to get a mouse pad and a cloth map, I think people at the end of the day would want the game instead of all this crap in there. They'd rather just have a box with the game inserted in there with the metal case, a steel casing. They would rather have that. So, yeah, do not buy this. Uh, make sure that you tell everybody not to buy this, and th that way Blizzard's going to have a whole bunch of warehouses filled with these boxes and realize how stupid this is. Anyways, I'm going to bring it down a notch here because we want to have fun here too as well, not get all angry all the time. So I apologize for that. My final topic that I'm going to talk about is a game that I played in the past. We always talk about a game in the, that we play in the past, and the game that I played in the past, I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, okay, what's a good game that I could bring up in, in the podcast? Like, What's something that people might know about or remember? And so the game that I have in mind that I want to play, that I played in the past is Need for Speed Underground, the very first one. So this is a game that I played for a long time. Now I've got the video here. Um, I'm not going to really play too much of it. Just, you know, I found this video online somewhere. And so I'm just going to leave that here, here. This is it right there. So you can see some of the pictures, all that. This game, when it came out, blew me away. Because at the time, this came out for, I believe, the PS3, I want to say. And it had pretty good graphics. It's cars, so I loved it. It also had an amazing soundtrack. And, um, you know, the need for speed, like, everyone knows the song. Um, I'm not going to talk about the song here. Uh, I think it was Little John. Um, uh, it goes to Get Low. You know, it's a rap song, hip-hop song. And it went perfect with this game. And they used... The song was such a huge pull for this game. And I definitely think it had a, a big pulling of a lot of people playing this game. It had that Fast and the Furious vibe to it. You know, it, it made you feel like you're a Fast and Furious driver. It had paint jobs. It had body kits. It had modifications to the car. It had NOS where you could press it and get a nice boost. And it's very arcadey. This is an arcadey game. This is not a simulation. It's not Gran Turismo. It's it's not a you know game where you tune every little detail, uh, you get a track ready. This is just a fun arcade game, and I had a blast playing this game for such a long time. And this is my game from the past. I'm actually thinking of going back and downloading this game on Steam if it's there and play it. I'm sure it's there uh, and play this game again because that's how much fun I had with this game. It's just an over-the-top arcadey game. If you're looking for something like that, you know, I know a lot of people play these kind of games on their phones now and mobile devices, but this is a fun game. If you want to look it up on Steam um, and play it, it came out for the Xbox and PlayStation as well. 
I highly recommend this is a gem from the past. I highly recommend uh, you guys are checking this out. It'll be fun. Let us know if you do check it out. Let us know um, how do you think of the game. It is dated, so keep that in mind. It's not today's standard in terms of graphics, but gameplay and the soundtrack that is uh, with this game is fun. Definitely, really a good times uh, for everybody. We hope you had a good time today. Um, I know that. Um, I miss everybody in the team for coming on today, not coming on today. Hopefully they can get back on track next week. We had a lot of things moving around. It is the end of the year as well. So there's a lot of people in the team that are Christmas shopping, holiday, family dinners, all that stuff. But I wanted to at least get a podcast for you guys today. It may not have been as long as the other podcast, but something I wanted to drop today. So show us, show you guys that we're being trying to be consistent here, trying to up our game every week and doing cool things for you guys. Um, the new year is going to be amazing. We're going to have a lot of things planned. We're going to expand on this channel, and we're going to be talking to some cool people. We went to PAX. We're planning on doing some other you know, conventions, um, gaming, you know, it's getting early access to some games, whether it be board games or actual games, working on that, whether it be small publishers or big publishers, Working hard on that, but you know, one of the ways that we definitely get motivated is somebody hitting the subscribe button, leaving us a like, letting us know, hey, you know, keep up the good work, or things like that. That really motivates all of us that we're on the right track that we're building here. And let us know what would you like us to do. What would you like this platform to show you guys uh, in terms of the video game world that you're interested in? You know, and we'll definitely do that for you guys. So yeah, I mean. I appreciate everybody for joining us, uh, joining me on AGR. Uh, hopefully next week or the week after, we can get the rest of the team on here. We could play, chat. I know I'll be playing some games throughout the holidays, and I'm going to talk about uh, on my on the next podcast what game that I'll be playing. There's some new games that are on the horizon here that I'll be definitely checking out. So, yeah, thank you for watching AGR. Stay cool. Click on those remotes. Uh, get the D-pad out. Let's get some gaming going, and uh, we'll chat with you guys later. Adios.